three, two, one. Vic and Jermaine, let's go. South side, we outside. Cultivate your mind and recognize the living God inside. We reference H O M E. Understand the mechanics and signs and use the essence of your very design. You seek knowledge because you have passion. Haters wishing to hold you back captive, catching all they bullets in your teeth like it's the last dragon. Like Bruce Leroy, boy, let it be known. You won't never let them take you from your throne. It's the H O M E. Providing information with ease, creating a peaceful state within a nation of greed. Melanated and free, teach you how to patiently scheme and learn the methodology you need to gain and achieve we all a family we gotta stay close to our humanity the home resides within so let us gradually learn and accomplish break through the lies escape the imposters it's the h-o-m-e we honor h-o-m-e Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Love it, yes. love it, love it. Man. Welcome home. Welcome to H-O-M-E. First and foremost, let me give a big up, big shout out to my brother, the almighty mm. Jai, a.k.a. the God our day, the righteous born, the heart and the soul, defender of the patent, co-owner, mm. co-founder of the luxurious H-O-M-E. Peace to the <laughs> almighty. What's good, God? Yo, it's all good, God. It's all good, man. Got to give it right back to you. Peace to the God, to the great I am, the, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, co-founder, yeah. co-creator of h-o-m-e yes house of melanated excellence yes, yes sir the great p-s 40 meal man yeah you man god man i'm chilling god appreciate the love man it's like you know it's like when you introduce me like mm. that man it's like i tap in it's like it's like you calling on the, <laughs> the, the 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 real me to come out you know what i'm saying and um come out yeah come out man and, yes, and really sir. uh Speak your truth, you know what I'm saying, and that's Word. what a name does. Like when you hear your name, and mm. and especially whoever is calling your name, it makes you act accordingly. You know what I mean? It's almost like a, um, you know, uh, uh, what's the thing called when you hypnotize and they say something and you and you act accordingly. That's what a name can do, man. So yeah, that's mm. what that's, that's how I be yeah, looking I at that. I know what you're talking about. I'm not know what I'm not sure what the name is, but yeah, I feel you though. All right. All right, man. Same, same way. I can be down and out, man. And you know, <laughs> you know how we call each other. You go, like, oh, what's up? Peace to the God. Yeah. You know, you be saying, I'm like, I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I'm back. Man. It's all great, God. It's all great. If I'm gonna make it that way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. It's like a reminder. Like, you know, like you hear that certain name, you know, certain uh 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 tags it's like a reminder yeah. of, of who you mm-hmm. are man and um we want to tap into that man so you know just feeling great oh, god what you what you got going on bro ah man brother i'm i'm excited man about this show man i'm excited and and first of all i, I mean first of all i was i i was a little down okay and um uh, but um uh, nothing to do about the show bro but just um just 
it, this this case always gets me down a little bit. This um this Ahmad Arbery stuff, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it always gets me down a little bit. Just cause just uh just the whole situation, man. Right. And um uh, and just uh, you know, to hear it come to a close pretty sorta of, kinda. Yes. You know, with those uh those guys, uh, man, actually getting life in prison, two of them getting life in prison, you know, and and justice, you know, seemingly being served. And uh right. and um like I said, just this whole situation, man. Those guys they still don't even think they did anything wrong. Man. You no. Know? And I'm like, um, just looking at it, they, they, they just really don't see where they did anything wrong. Man, and it's just to know we have that mentality around, and you know, and and uh, that was that was rough, man. I mean, that that was rough, you know, just reliving because I'm always reliving what that brother was going through, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, dang, his moments he's just running for his life, and you don't know what the heck is going on, you know? Right, right. And I'm like, he's running from here, running, and he sees this this rebel flag on the front of the truck and he, you know, he sees these guys running, white guys running around with the trucks trying to get him. And, oh man, so man. I, I, I can't imagine what he's feeling. He just, you just God dang, you know? So that's a, that was a, that was a, that's always a tough one. Anytime I'm seeing that and, and hearing that and anything dealing with it, it's just a, it's just a rough one. Man. That, that resonates. <clears throat> and, um, and, um, but, but, this show here, man, has got me uh got got me back. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. really excited about who we got coming in, man. And uh his brother, his good friend of mine, his good brother for a long time is coming in. And, uh, it's gonna be a great show, man. I really hope everybody and I really believe that everybody's gonna enjoy it, gonna enjoy it. And um and just I just hope as many people as possible can, you know, just lend their ears and lend in their heart and and get into this mm-hmm. absolutely man you know ever since you put me on to him and um i've been on the phone with him i just love this brother's uh his poetry and mm-hmm. um like that <laughs> yeah it's something that yeah it's something that I, i've been looking at a word that um you know we're looking at you know how we look at words right and mm-hmm. and, and um when it comes to the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding, to have it is one thing, but it's another thing to actually express it, to actually live it, yes. to actually make it into an art, just by how you treat yourself, how you treat other people, how you go after your goals. And yeah. the way you do that, I look at that as that's your poetry. You know, how does all this stuff, how does it come together? How does it flow? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when we was building with them, the way that he brings these these things together is a um it's, it's a nice poetry to it, and um especially speaking on such a a powerful topic like we're gonna do today with qigong, qigong and mm-hmm. um and melanin, um and, yes. and and to be able to make these two worlds make sense and come together, I think you need some poetry, and mm. I think this brother has that poetry to do that. Yeah, yeah, I feel you poetry art you know and uh yeah he does i mean because when you you just listening to him listening to him speak you feel he's not he's not a loud brother nah nah not at all you just listening to him speak right he has that that presence though yes you know and that energy about him 
you know, that he, that he, he knows and lived and what he's talking about. Right. You know, and like you said before, that is his. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is his and, uh, and, uh, and you feel that. Yes, sir. And, and, and that's what, that's what, you know, we want to uh, ascend to. Yeah, man. You know, definitely. You know, um, mm-hmm. and like I said, you know, we, we're going to be talking about Qigong and I'm mm-hmm. going to let him really get into that. Um, I came across Qigong throughout my journey mm-hmm. a few times. The first time I heard the term Qigong was with the brother Ra Unnefa Amen, the brother who mm-hmm. wrote the book, The Metal Netter. And okay. by the end of the book, he's um, recommending that the reader starts to practice Qigong. And oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, it's it's rooted in it's rooted in Kemet. Mm-hmm. So how is Qigong being even uh uh merged with Kemet on, on any level like this? You know what I'm saying? So it was real early in my in my journey, so I didn't really understand it. And then uh as I started practicing different indigenous cultures and kept seeing this different term come up with different names. So I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So speaking of poetry, the brother Stick from Dead Press, he has mm-hmm. a song on the workout yep. tool called The yep. Way of the Warrior. And in The Way of the Warrior, he's talking about Qigong. And check out the lyrics, man. These lyrics to this record is, uh, you're talking about poetry. This is um, yeah. something. You got an example? Man, listen. Here we go. Okay. All right. It's like you're working out your spirit, your energy, because everything is energy. Learn the ways of a warrior, the discipline, the ritual, the fusion of the mind, body, spiritual. It's therapeutic. Mm -hmm. It's medicinal. The daily breath work (laughs) make you feel invincible. The embodiment of nature as a principle. Cultivation of the spirit to its pinnacle. Emotions carried by the emotions controlled by the mental live and grow wise like a monk in a temple. The 12 meridians like tentacles, circadian rhythms, daily intervals, bioelectric and chemical, mm. the hidden power that animates the physical is silical perennial from the genital to the pineal man. <laughs> boy, man, stick, boy. man, yes. <laughs> man. He is going in, man, man. So, and when you, and when we get a deep understanding of what Qigong is, you know, during this episode here, we, that that line, those lines are going to be even hitting harder. Yes, <laughs> and I'm gonna play the record at the end of the show. We're gonna ride out to that record, so you yeah, know, okay, I, I, okay. I, I oh, definitely shoot. definitely recommend people check out that record on on the workout too. But one of the okay. things that's in the record that's playing in the background. You have an uh-huh. Asian master, and he's saying Qigong. Qigong the, yep. the traditional mm-hmm. method of learning Qigong is from a master, someone who has the experience to impart the subtleties of their unique system. Let me repeat that. <clears throat> the traditional method of learning Qigong is from a master, someone who has the experience to impart the subtleties of their unique system. So, get ready. We got a master coming on. 
and to break down and show us this system and how it works in particular of how it works with melanin. So without further ado, let's get it. We'll be right back with Dr. Mahdi. Hold on tight. Come on right back now. This is H-O-M-E, the best podcast in the game. The biggest in the game. Every guest is official. Every interview is fire. Keeping it hot. This is not just a podcast. This is a movement, homie. Absolutely. South Carolina, what's up? What's up, y'all? This is Nas. This is Kendrick Lamar. What's up, y'all? This is J. Cole. Follow the show on Instagram at h.o.m.e. underscore seven underscore podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. H O M E, House of Melanated Excellence, and we are Ooh. back, man. Man, yes, sir. Yes, sir. God. Oh, right. Oh, 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 I love this time. Love man. this time, God. I love this. Time. I already Make- know you know what time it is, right? Oh man, making single happy single gonna be rejoicing here shortly. Oh man. Yes, sir. We have with us today on the House of Melanated Excellence a dear friend, a dear brother of mine. Dr. Mahdi. He is the founder of Ocon and the Ocon Journey. He specializes in stress and burnout recovery. Yes, sir. Dr. Mahdi is a naturopathic medical doctor. Yes, that's what we're going to think of that. Man. And uh, Dr. Mahdi is a high performance strategist. Yes. Educator. Mm. A philosopher. Mm. Is also an Hakeem. Wow! First in indigenous healing arts. Indigenous. Welcome to H O M E, Dr. Mahdi. Yes, sir. Honored to have you, man. Welcome. Dr. Mahdi, what's good, my brother? Uh, everything's going well, brother. Just uh, enjoying, you know, this evening. It's evening time here in Belgium. So, uh, oh, that's right. You're in Belgium, right? Evening and, and yeah, taking it in, brothers. Yeah, we wow. international today. We international <laughs> today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Belgium, man. man. How, how is Belgium for a brother over there? Oh, man, it, it, it's, it's really deep, man, because you, you got a lot of uh, brothers and sisters from the continent that are here, from the mm. Congo specifically. Wow. Uh, Belgium had a very interesting relationship with the continent, specifically the Congo. Yes. And uh, due to the atrocities that took place. Leopold, you're talking about with Leopold, right? Leopold II, yep. Mm. Yeah, they've been, in essence, you know, opening their doors to the Congolese people. And and Mm. you you almost have like a little Africa within the heart of Brussels. Really? Um, yeah, they're like, so when you go down in that area, man, just uh, you, all you see is just melanin. Uh, wow. Everywhere. And and so it's like, it's real cool. And so it's, you know, as as a, uh, and also Belgium is uh, 
the country that holds the capital for the European Union, which is Brussels as well. So, so Brussels plays, it's like a city state in and of itself. And so because of that being the case, you have folks from all over the world that are here. So um, you have a fairly diverse population, man. And it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's been pretty laid back and pretty chill, you know, uh, you know, as far as my experience has been here. Wow, that's cool. Well, okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, how did you even end up in Belgium and how did you even get into the knowledge anyway? So just kind of give us a brief background about yeah. yourself and who you are. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, that has to start actually, uh, to start with my background, I have to start with my blood. Mm. And mm. what I mean by that is I come from a very diverse background of, of the indigenous um, American tradition, the indigenous African tradition and the European tradition. You know, yeah. uh, those are the three bloodlines uh, that make up who I am and more, more so than anything else, the indigenous American bloodline. And gotcha. so growing up in a family with that kind of diversity, uh, my grandmother, you know, she was instilling in me at a very young age, indigenous principles of healing and mm. connecting with the earth, you know, going okay. to the earth for, for your medicine. And, and what, and what was funny is she didn't believe in doctors. And it's funny that I became one. <laughs> and <laughs> one of the things that she always would tell me as a little boy growing up was that everything that we need, God has already created in the earth for us. Fact. Mm. We just need to have the knowledge and understanding Ooh. of yeah. what we need to extract from the earth for our own healing. And so, uh, there was a tradition way before I came on the scene where it was my great grandmother, my grandmother, and my mother would go out and harvest herbs every spring and fall for the family wow. medicine. Wow! And my mother, it was my mother's job to be the little bag bag girl. She would hold the bag and let my grandmother and great grandmother harvest herbs and put them in the bag. And so these are the kind of traditions and stories that I was uh, coming up on. And as a child, I was I had a lot of different uh, illnesses that I was dealing with, uh, from mm -hmm. asthma, allergies, and just a host of different things that were plaguing me coming up. And she, my grandmother would apply a lot of uh, traditional home type remedies because mm -hmm. medications at times were not working. Mm -hmm. And so that really kind of set the foundation and planted the seeds in me to really start to go on this journey of self-discovery within the healing arts that led me, you know, initially to studying Chinese medicine out in LA. And oh, then, okay. And then from there, uh, as I was studying Chinese medicine, I started working in Beverly Hills, uh, with a doctor uh, who specialized in infertility medicine. And it was a integrative clinic where you had the best of the allopathic conventional model of medicine. And then the holistic model primarily being, uh, uh, Chinese medicine and acupuncture and herbs. And while I was there working with that, uh, doctor, her son-in-law, um, moved her, her, her daughter and him to, uh, Calabasas to set up his practice. They were originally in Colorado and they came out to Calabasas to set up his naturopathic practice. And I was like, okay, naturopathic doctor. Okay. And I went over there to kind of help him out. He asked if I could help him. Oh, Dr. Money, real quick, real quick. How old was you and what year is this around? Oh, okay. Yeah. So this was, wow. This is back in 2002. Okay. I okay. Was, uh, tw Almost twenty years ago. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I was twenty-seven. Yeah. Like literally. Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah uh, twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. And real quick. Wasn't was a naturopathic medicine. Yeah. So so nature. So yeah. Naturopathic doctor. So 
a naturopathic doctor is literally a blend of both the holistic side of medicine and the conventional side. And we get the same basic uh, medical sciences that any conventional MD or DO would get. But in addition to that, we learn all the holistic uh, modalities from Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic, herbs, nutrition, homeopathy, hydrotherapy, physical manipulation like the chiropractors and osteopaths. And so we mm-hmm. get everything. And so wow. um, I, went to go, I went to go see him. At that time, I was struggling with high blood pressure. Mm. And I had it, and I had it since I was nineteen. And the doctor you had high blood time, pressure since you was nineteen. Yeah, yeah, because you're a little guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, the, the, here's the thing. So, on my father's side, uh, there's a there's a history of hypertension, you know, mm-hmm. uh, kidney disease, uh, mm. diabetes, stroke, heart attack, etc. So, at nineteen years of age, uh, I was calling myself eating a quote unquote. Uh, vegetarian plant-based diet mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't understand anything about nutrition so for me being a vegetarian was uh, eating spaghetti every day with marinara <laughs> sauce uh, having, having cereal in the morning with lact- lactate milk no meat though no meat though and ramen noodles cream. for lunch you know, ramen noodles for lunch you know what I'm saying? And and that was uh, no vegetables, mind you. No, wow. No, no wow. vegetables, no fruits, not even Whoa. water. I, I was just, what? That, that was kind of my that was kind of my diet, man. And so obviously I I, I ended up with high blood pressure, malignant hypertension wow. is what they diagnosed it as. And the cardiologist is like, Well, look, you're gonna be on medication for the rest of your life. Um, what? it's in your family, it's a history, it's genetic, there's nothing you can do about it. And I said, That's just unacceptable, unacceptable to me. I said, I can't believe that. He's like, Well, look, your father had it, your grandfather, all these people have it on that side of the family. And I was like, Well, if it's genetic, I said, Six of us is children. My father has six children. I'm number mm-hmm. four. So why am I the only one with it if it's genetic? And if it is genetic, why didn't I come out with it when I was born yeah. if yeah. it's a genetic issue? And he couldn't answer those questions for me. So I, you know, just Charged it to the game, and I was taking the medication. I will never forget what it was. It was Atacan, 16 milligrams that I was taking every single day. Wow. And it wasn't controlling my blood pressure well. So fast forward, t- you know, almost 10 years later, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I come across this naturopathic doctor, um, Dr. Pomeroy is his name. And mm-hmm. when I went to go help him uh, set up his practice, when they moved from Colorado to Calabasas, I was telling him about my situation. And he's like, oh, I already know what's wrong with you. And I was like, okay, you didn't run no lab work. You don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. He said, I can tell you right now. He said, you're magnesium deficient. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean magnesium deficient? He said, first, because he, he asked me about my diet. And I told him, I said, what I was eating. And I was eating much better at that point. He said, you're not getting enough chlorophyll and magnesium into your body to sustain you. He said, and this is why you're suffering from this. So he said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to change your diet. And I'm going to put you on a few, a few supplements. He said, I have three in mind that I want you to take. And he said, between your diet and these three supplements, we should see a significant change. And within two and a half months, I went from taking that medication for almost 10 years to no medication at all. And I haven't been on any since. Wow, wow. man. And, salute, uh, brother. Salute, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. And so when I when he <clears throat> dropped that on me, I started just quizzing him and just drilling him with questions about what this, what is naturopathic medicine? What, yeah. like, why is this so different from everything else? And... I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So I ended up transferring from Chinese medicine into the naturopathic medical school that was in Arizona. Mm. And because I was already in Chinese medicine, I didn't have to take any of those courses 
in a, in a medical school because that's part of our program as well, Chinese medicine, but I already had that under my belt. So I just said, let's do everything else uh, that was required. And yeah, here we are. Wow. You know, as a, as a naturopathic mm-hmm. physician. And while I was there, uh, I, I initially went in to be actually an obstetrician, funny enough. I was going to work with women, help women have babies. Yeah. Gotcha. And, well, that uh, explains but, your, uh, your introduction with, through the um, fertility doctor. So that would resonate. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Indeed. Indeed. And that, that's where it was. But when I, when I entered into uh, medical school, I started seeing all the possibilities. Gotcha. And, and I started re- recognizing uh, that I was much more interested in the brain and the nervous system mm-hmm. than any other, any other system of the body that we were yeah. learning. And when I was in my third year of medical school, I actually went through a burnout where I actually went into what we call nervous exhaustion. I just fried my nervous system because I was was still plant based at that time. I was Mm -hmm. vegan and my nervous system was so deficient in oils. I wasn't Mm -hmm. getting enough oils. So I, in essence, fried my nervous system because of the stress of medical school was so much different from what I was dealing with. When I was in Los Angeles studying Chinese medicine, doing medical qigong every day, meditating, and you know, wow. these cool foods, and out on the beach almost every day, so I had a very relaxed, very uh, just easy life. And yeah. I'm now in this very rigorous, hard medical program, where it's all kind of stress. I'm having 18, 20 hour days of just study, and so it was a different ball game. My body wasn't prepared for it, so. I ended up uh, blowing my nervous system out and I, I burned myself out in my third year when I started I was, my rotations and I was actually seeing patients and I had to take uh, three months off to kind of restore my body, recover from that. And then just really understand that I had to adapt to accommodate the environment that I was in. So I in, it started incorporating some animal based proteins, clean sources of lamb, uh, a little turkey and some and, and fish mm-hmm. and my body came back with resilience. It was like really? amazing, the results. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dr. Money. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Just, just, just to, just to um, get a little understanding of what you say, nerve burnout, you were burnt out. How, what happened to make you realize that? I mean. Oh, I collapsed in the hallways. I was bringing back some patient, uh, <laughs> the patient uh, labs. Holy cow. Wow. I, I literally, the, the, the wall started closing in on me and I fell up against the wall and, and dropped to the floor and I ended up becoming a patient that day. Wow. Uh, mm. And, and they, you know, ran tests and they're like, yeah, you I literally, my, my cholesterol levels were so low. I, they were around like 118. Mm. Um, <laughs> and my wow. triglyceride, my triglyceride levels were very low as well. And so, so what, what my body was suffering from just low, low cholesterol, low fats. What's a good cholesterol number? You said yours is 118. So what it was. Yeah, a, I, typically between 170 and 190. Gotcha. Like, wow. You can, even be in one, you can even be in 150 to one, you know, 190 is, is fine. 150 right. is on the lower end. I said mine was like 118. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it was like, yeah, severely low and I wasn't getting enough oils and my body was under a lot of stress. And obviously the nervous system is intricately tied to stress. It's the system that actually creates the stress response. And mm-hmm. so my body was just like burning on fumes man my adre- yeah my adrenal glands were shot so i had to really go through this restoration process for three months to recover and that kind of set the foundation for what i do now with my 12-week program it's like how to restore the body restore the brain you know so you can restore what you do in business and and so it really uh took that time for me to learn and that it 
And after that experience, I was like, okay, this is what I really want to focus on. And so when I graduated, uh, I was in clinical practice for a little bit, but I was just bored. I, I knew that's not what I didn't want to do it that way. And so I ended up uh, getting into education and we ended up creating me and another doctor creating a holistic nutrition program that we piloted mm-hmm. at a school there in AZ. And then uh, Arizona State University came calling and I became a professor teaching their stress management and uh, okay. just built into what it is I'm doing now. Wow. So, man, you seem nice. to be be well traveled, especially on the, out on the West Coast and you yes. know, Jermaine, to tell you, I love the West Coast because it, it, it has a natural <laughs> energy to it about it does. your journey mm-hmm. and like it's it's you, you got to experience it. But so how did you two guys meet then? Because he seemed like he was in Beverly Hills chilling over there. He's in AZ. <laughs> how in the world did y'all two brothers meet? Because I know Jermaine. Oh, well, I've I, I known Jermaine since what? Oh, like high school. Like was it high school? Yeah, we met because we met at Winn Dixie. Yeah. Yeah. Started, started, yeah. We, in the grocery store. That was my first job. That was my Damn first here, job. First I was in job. high school, and, 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 I, and I came in. And at that time, remember, I was going by Malcolm. Yes. <laughs> oh wow. It was like you know, Malcolm X had just come out, and yep, I was like, yeah, yep. just, just call, just call me Malcolm. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I, was, I was very no very doubt militant. No yeah, doubt. All, yeah, he all was. About, you know, all, about, all about the nation. You know? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Somebody would come and exactly. say, hey, yeah, you, where's Mark? I'd be like, Mark? Yeah. Nah, no Mark. Malcolm. Yeah, call me Malcolm. Mal- Malcolm. Malcolm. Man. Malcolm. Malcolm. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Yeah, he, was, he had his name tag, Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> See? We just opened up with the power of a name, like how, like when you hear a name, how you respond to it, you know what I mean? So at an early age, you had that understanding, whether or not you was aware of it or not, you definitely had that understanding about the power of a name. So I salute to no, you, bro. Absolutely. Word, no, absolutely. man. So I this, didn't even know who Malcolm X was until I met him. Wow. So how did y'all even hit it off? He got one brother who changed his name to Malcolm, and the other brother don't even know who Malcolm is. So how did y'all even? Uh, uh, well, J- Jermaine was he 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 kind of showed me the ropes of what I was doing there in the job. Oh, okay. He was like, yo, because uh, Jermaine was already there b- before I was, and it was like, mm-hmm. yo, man, okay. Kind of took me under his wing and started schooling me, you know, and what I need to know. And, yeah. And we were, you know, working some of these late shifts together, and that's that's how that bond. Wow. Also, I, I I was. Uh, good friends with Jermaine's sister, Jennifer. We were classmates mm. yeah. in, in, in right. high school. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so, you know, it was just that connection was there, you know, growing up in Sumter is a, you know, it's a small town, relatively speaking. Right. Um, yeah. And, and so everyone kind of went to Sumter high and we all knew each other. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow, man. Uh-huh. Dope, man. That's, that's a beautiful, yeah, uh, way, way that y'all met, man. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a, it, I, I love the growth, man. I love to see when, when brothers grow, man, and I'm like, because it, it, I mean, there's a time span. I mean, we haven't spoken for, shoot, it might have been about 15 years or so. Right, 15 and, years or so. At yeah, least, at least. Yeah, and somehow I got a got a hold of him. He was in L.A. at the time. I think one of the first times I spoke to him, talked to him in about 15 mm-hmm. years. You know, to hear his growth, man. I'm like, wow, man. that is that is beautiful, man. And I'm like, man, just I just I just love it to hear brothers grow positively like that you know put in that work and you know it's very encouraging very encouraging i'm, I'm definitely indeed that's what definitely. we're here to do man we're yes all here, sir you know to really have this life journey experience and mm-hmm. you know, become all that we can while we're here yeah that's right that's right no doubt man 
Mm-hmm. So, so before we go, we're gonna take a break, man. But before we do, we like to get definitions cleared up here at HOME okay. because, um, you know, we have our own unique interpretations of words, and this could get us messed up. So, we want to get on the same page. So, first and foremost, Qigong. I think one of the main things we need to understand what is Qi because it has different spellings, so that can be confusing. And it has different um, names, but mean the same in different languages or different cultures. So can you please break down Qi and Qigong? What is that? Yeah, so Qigong is a a martial art, internal martial art. Mm. And it's really about cultivating Qi, which is, you know, in in, in Chinese uh, medicine and tradition, is the life force that animates this physical form is that which is spirit that we all have you know a a relatively uh i'll say a limited amount of that we're born with okay Mm -hmm. as far as this chi is concerned and through our lives we're supposed to cultivate that through our lifestyle practices what the food we eat all food all living food has chi within it Mm-hmm. And so it's a way that mm-hmm. we can replenish and restore our chi, but also through our breath, can we begin to invigorate and charge our chi and through meditation practices. And so qigong is the use utilization of the body and breath to strengthen, internalize, and fortify that chi that we have. And you can mm-hmm. expand that. You can expand that chi as the body's vibration and frequency becomes. Uh, more strengthened and more expanded, you can begin to uh, utilize chi not only for the healing of yourself, but for the healing of others. And so when you start engaging in such a practice where you're doing the various postures that are associated with this form of martial art, this internal martial art, Mm -hmm. you have the capacity to not only begin to do that internal alchemy, as I like to call it, and heal (laughs) yourself and expand your consciousness, but you then can take that externally and begin to help others heal. And one of the um, teachers that I was studying under while I was in Chinese medical school there in uh, Santa Monica, LA, um, Mm -hmm. her teacher was this elder from China and he brought this tradition that was well over a thousand years old. It was just passed down through the, the generations, through the lineage. And this cat could just look at you Mm. and know the imbalances that you had going on in your body. Yes. And That's a master. he could actually begin to remove like cancer from your body and all these things without even touching you just through what? energy and shifting energy with chi. And he actually came in uh, one day, he, he flew in, uh, he was in LA and he came to visit our class and he was just kind of showing us just the power that we potentially possess as human beings. And so he harnessed his chi and he kind of just had us, you know, come up near him. And it was literally, I was probably about maybe two or three feet away from him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, now try to try to enter my space. And it was like pushing up against a wall. And you're not even touching him. I'm not even touching him. Like, it was like pushing up against a wall. And I was like, this is crazy. And then, you know, he was uh, just showing us that, uh, you know, he would just rub his, you know, take his hand and kind of go over our bodies you know, not touching us, just kind of, he'll probably be about, yeah, a good two or three feet away and just kind of scanning us. And you could feel all this heat just like penetrating your body. Man. Wow. So 
some of the things that I was learning, one of the classes that kind of really freaked me out, I'll share this with you all, is uh, we had a day, we had to scan one another. We had to partner up into, um, you know, a pair. Mm -hmm. And each, each one of us had to scan the other and then, you know, have our eyes closed. We have to, you know, be about at least a foot or two feet apart and just use our hand and scan starting from the top of the head and work our way all the way down to the, to, to the person's feet. And so my partner, this woman, she scanned me first and she, and she assessed and picked up what she picked up and then it was my turn. And so I went through and I started at the top of her head and I started scanning and as I came to where her, her, her breasts were, her chest area, it went ice cold. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I just kept my eyes closed. I, kept, I started coming down to like the abdomen and I came down to the pelvic region of her and it went ice cold again. And mm. I was like, huh, that's interesting. And so then I came on down, went through, scanned the legs, scanned the feet. And then afterwards, uh, our, our teacher was like, okay, so let's, let's, let's give some feedback. Now everyone tell what they experienced and what they felt as they were scanning, you know, their partner. So when mm -hmm. it got to me, I, I told what I had felt and my partner, she started crying and I was like, oh, really? oh. and then, uh, the teacher was like, you know, what's wrong? And she said, oh my God. She said, um, I was just recently diagnosed with breast and uterine cancer. Wow. Man. And, and she's like, he picked it up. Wow. And I was like, whoa, you know, cause it felt like everything just went ice cold. It was almost like there was no life there. Yeah. No energy at all. Yeah. And yeah. so when she said that, I was like, it kind of freaked me out. And I was like, yo, I, I'm not ready for this. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I bet. We were scanning people and picking up that kind of stuff. So I kind of stepped away from Qigong after that for a while because wow. I, like, I just, I didn't want to deal with yeah. you know, that responsibility. I felt like, man, that's just, you know, it kind of freaked me out, especially, you know, coming from South Carolina, you know, Bible mm -hmm. Belt. Right. Yeah. Traditions, like, okay, well, I'll talk <laughs> about this here. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so I had that experience, but. Qigong is a wonderful way for you to become more sensitive to yourself mm. and to the energies of other people. And it can be a very powerful tool that you can use for your healing and the healing of others. Man, wow. you know, I, nice, nice. just to add on to that, my first experience with, with Qi was um, a brother named was Asla. He um, we used to go to this African store and he was heavy into martial arts. So he was demonstrating... I don't like getting martial arts demonstrated on me. I'm always nervous. Like, don't pl don't, don't play around like that. But this time, yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> so so he's like, so he squatted down, kind of bent his knees, and he was like, try to push me. Now, he's a pretty big dude, but I felt like I'm pretty strong. He just wanted me to push him. Bro, I tried to push him. I could not move him. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out. It, it felt weird to me that he's sitting right here. I'm putting my hands on him to push him. I could not push him. So he tells me he's hiding his chi. I've never even heard of chi before. So I'm like, mm. what do you mean? Like, how do you hide the chi? So I'm like, all right, do me. So I did the same thing he did. And he was throwing me around like a little child. Like, just pushing me all over where I wanted to go. Yeah. And that's when I realized, yo, there's something to this chi thing. And that was my first experience dealing with dealing with chi, knowing that it's, it's a real thing. Yeah, it, it is. And what's interesting, you know, because we live in... Uh, the Western hemisphere and there's a paradigm of thinking and consciousness that is pervasive here. Yes. And it's, ba it's based in a, a dualistic Cartesian model of the mind separated from the body. And this comes from yes. the, the philosopher, you know, 
back in the day and, and his, mm-hmm. his Cartesian model that he developed devising like this, this separation of mind and body and how do we reconcile that? Mm-hmm. So that perspective, which is, which is a, a European paradigm and model mm-hmm. is, uh, limited in his view when it comes to this science concerning chi yes life force energy now what's interesting science is starting to definitely uh, come into yes they understanding are through what is what is called you know quantum physics yes mm-hmm. yes understanding the quantum <laughs> yes. mechanics of things yeah. we're yes now, we're now getting it but oh man you know, these he's been talking about this science. quantum physics for a little while yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this science <laughs> man. is really deep because, you know, these other cultures and other indigenous cultures had this awareness. And wow. one of the things that I think as, a, as people on this planet, regardless of your tradition, your nationality, race, et cetera, what you have to start to come to understand is that we each have a piece to the puzzle. Yes. And uh, in, in indigenous American tradition, one of the things that we talk about are the four primary races of man or, or, or um uh, colors of man that make up this world and they mm-hmm. are you know what will be quote, quote unquote the black man the red man the yellow man the white man and each mm-hmm. one of these root races if you will uh have a particular gift that they're here to share mm-hmm. okay and so the gift of the quote unquote black race is the gift of the body mm. What is the that? gift. Uh, I'll get into that in a moment. It's, it's okay. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We don't. We don't want. Yo, we gonna. Yeah. We gonna say that one. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah the, the, gift, the, the gift. of The gift of the red race is emotions. Mm-hmm. Emotions. Uh, the gift of the yellow race is spirit, and the gift of the white race is mind. Mm-hmm. And so, what has happened here is that through our divisions, through our separateness, through our Mm -hmm. inability to connect, those gifts have been held by the various traditions and not shared uh, in the past the way they are intended. And we've had one particular race being that quote unquote, the white race or European that has really uh infiltrated mm-hmm. pretty much globally this concept of mind everything is dualistic mm-hmm. everything is about you know uh the mind about science about the material mm-hmm. realm and the concepts of spirit emotion of the heart and connection to all life and understanding the capacity and the potentiality of the body temple have all, you know, been limited under the paradigm of the mind. Mm. And, and, and that, that very limited, limited. perspective of <clears throat> limited perspective of mind, because yeah. mind is more than just, you know, this, this consciousness as well. Yeah. And so, and so now, you know, with us living in this information age, if you will, where things globally are all connected. You literally have access to the entire world in the palm of your hand in what you call a phone. Absolutely. Yeah. You also have access to all human knowledge in the palm of your hand. 
So those divisive gaps or, or uh, rivers of separation are now being bridged through this information, uh, you know, just overflow that we now have at our disposal. And so there's cross-pollination and, and, and traditions are being shared and people are coming to learn the other, the other aspects of what it means to be the human and the human origin, mm -hmm. which is the embodiment of all four of those gifts into one. Wow. And so, so to go back to the concept of, you know, the gift of the quote unquote, uh, black race of body, <clears throat> have you all seen, like, I didn't watch the movie. But I saw like I, I saw this little piece of it. And I thought that's really fascinating. It's the movie called Get Out. Yeah. You see that? Mm -hmm. Oh man. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It was a you remember <laughs> there 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 was a there was a dialogue that took place in uh -huh. that movie where the guy was talking to the one the brother in there about how they're taking their bodies because they're not using they have the most powerful asset on the planet mm. and they're not it's something along the lines of they're yeah. not using it they're not using it and, and, and they they wasted it mm. so we're yep. gonna take it from you and, and and take advantage of it yeah man and so wow. <laughs> so when you look at the primordial origins of man uh the physical form that is quote-unquote associated or tied to that which is you know called the black race is the archetype okay and and <clears throat> with that the full capacity of who we can be as human beings mm -hmm. you know the physicality the 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 power and the uh, strength of the human potential we you know within the quote-unquote black race are supposed to bring that medicine to the world. Yes, sir. And, and, and teach everyone how to structure and, and develop this body temple, this body temple to its fullest capacity. Mm, okay. 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 And so our, our brothers and sisters who do not have the full expression of the body with regard to the amount of melanin that is being expressed, mm -hmm. there's things that can be done through nutrition to help them protect themselves from the sun. Mm, okay. And not be subjected to, you know, really uh, melanomas and, and, and cancer. Wow. Uh, destroying the, 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 the skin and the body and aging it more rapidly. And there's things that can be done nutritionally and through That's lifestyle a... practices that can be done that way. And this is part of that medicine and teaching that the quote unquote black race is supposed to bring and share with the world. Wow, that's powerful. Because I would red race. Go ahead. Red what race. Say? No, I was just I was gonna I was gonna say that's powerful. But then you said, you know, that's what we were supposed to be teaching and sharing the world. But I was gonna say, the Asians, you know, like the Chinese, they, you know, any Asian Japanese, they seem to. I thought they would be the one to have this knowledge because they seem to be as you know melanin free. You know, very pale, but you don't hear about mm -hmm. them catching. Getting melanoma precisely, and precisely, like, but you know what, what they're doing is they're bringing their gift, which is spirit, and part of the spirit is a higher understanding, awareness of what can happen with the body, and mm. 
and and that and they're they're engaged in those practices and also with regards to the lifestyle things that you know they've done to cultivate but even within asia you know you have the darker darker ones who are there within india and etc and even yes. within all of the asian um traditions you know the the more melanated peoples are there right well. and, <clears> and so yeah. and so this 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 teaching that we each bring to share with one another because we're frankly all one mm-hmm. when when we begin to share those wisdom and those insights and bring that into harmony like the the human potential is extraordinary and right. we we really have cultivated this concept of mind and we see all the technology and what we've done as human beings well through the industrial you know revolution everything that has been done here in the western world man and yet that connection with the dark matter Dr. Has, Mike, has been lost. Pause right there. Pause right there because you, okay. you about to go into you about to go into <laughs> you say dark matter. We can't just we got we need at least one segment for dark matter. But yo, okay. before we before we go on break, because it's something that I definitely want to highlight is when you said that the, the, the so-called black race is in charge of the body. I think we really got to take a step away from the Western perspective of the, the Western perspective of the body, because you're talking Absolutely. about the temple. You're talking about all those different aspects mm. are become intertwined in the so-called body, in the so-called temple. The human body is the ultimate template for every design on the planet. So let's yes. not just oh the body. Nah, we're talking about the. The, the 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 body, you know, what I'm saying the temple. Yeah. That, well, this, 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 well, this this here's the thing, uh, and this is a, and this is a very valid point you bring up, brother Victor. Yeah. Uh, so here here's the thing with that. So let's let's look at the framework mm-hmm. in which we experience what is called life. Yes, you have that which is space, time, and matter. Right. The human body. In the expression in which I'm describing, that is the gift that is supposed to be given to the world. Yes. Is the, the highest expression, the fullest expression of life potential. Yes. On this planet. Yes. And mm-hmm. that potential embodies all yes. the material that you perceive in this mm. world. Okay. In this, this housed in this thing called the body. The body. And mm-hmm. in essence, this is literally the temple of God. Yes. And so when you start, so so you have to understand that we have, there's nine gates, gateways, that make up this body temple. Who was that, doctor? Didn't the elder was just talking about that? Master Yao. Master Yao. Master Yao, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, go, so, go, go, go. So you have seven of these gates that make up the skull. Two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, and one mouth. Mm. And what enters in and comes out of these gates determines the reality, the expression, and the creation of each and every human being on this planet. Mm-hmm. The other two gates are the sexual organs, mm. either the vagina or the male penis with the urethra, there's a mm-hmm. gate there. The vagina is another gate. And mm-hmm. then you have the anus. Mm-hmm. And those will make up the nine gates of this body temple. 
and how we govern those gates and how we uh, utilize those gates mm. determine the expression and the capacity of what this human form can become. And one thing that I, I want to help everyone really understand here is that this physical form has not stopped evolving. Yes. <clears throat> what do you mean by that? Is what do you mean is create cre creation is not done with it. <laughs> like so, <laughs> so it, it's continuing to evolve as the consciousness that occupies the space evolves. The physical template that is the body will reflect that evolvement of consciousness. It has Man. a choice. That's the law. Oh, oh so you're saying it's evolving while we're while we're breathing here? Oh, of course, wow. yeah. And so the potentiality of this 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 uh, mm. if, if 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 you were, for example, to take the understanding of the 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 story of creation, the seven yeah. days of creation. Mm -hmm. let's, just, let's let's just take it to uh, the biblical or the Judaic christian islamic tradition okay the abrahamic okay. tradition we'll use that okay all right um of the seven days of creation and so you had the six days of creation and on the seventh day the great spirit of most high rested mm -hmm. and so within those six days the what's created a master work that continues to evolve and unfold on its own mm -hmm. okay and each of us being the embodiment of that creation that is the masterwork and being the, the inheritors mm. of that work to express in our own lives, in this physical form, it is evolving. It is continuing to expand, but it, the limitation of what it can be from an energetic standpoint is based on the consciousness that's occupying the space. Hence the example mm, okay. I gave you of the master teacher who came and taught some Qigong. He had a level of mastery right. over the physical form mm -hmm. in such a way that he could manipulate energy. And this is cultivated. <laughs> this is cultivated through the breath. Wow. Okay. So pause right there. That's we're going period. Period. We're going period right there. We're going listen. <laughs> so that's that's how you end the segment right there. We're going to pause right there when we come back, man. We just listen. I promise you, we just getting warmed up. This is H O M E, man. House of Melanated Excellence, Doctor Marty. You know how we giving it up. Please, please come right back. Jeez. You now tuned in to the House of Melanated Excellence with your brothers, Vic and Jermaine. Engage with us. Like, share, comment on Instagram at h.o.m.e.7podcast. Become part of the movement. Queens get the money. This is H-O-M-E, the best podcast in the game. The biggest in the game. Every guest is official. Every interview is fire. Keeping it hot. This is not just a podcast. This is a movement, homie. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh. 
Yeah, man. H-O-M-E, House of Melanated Excellence. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome, everybody. We having a dynamic yes, yes. build going on. And um, with Dr. Mahdi, man. And in our first segment, I was going over some lyrics by one of my favorite artists of all time, Stick, from Dead Press. And as of right now, he's the only hip-hop artist I know to have ever done a song on Qigong. And to help us understand what exactly Stick is saying, we're going to say the lyrics and see if Dr. Mahdi can kind of break them down for us exactly what he's saying and what he's talking about. So, the song goes, Qigong, it's like you're working out your spirit, your energy, because everything is energy. Qigong, learn the ways of a warrior, the discipline, the ritual, the fusion of the mind-body spiritual. It's therapeutic, it's medicinal. The daily breath work make you feel invincible. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to start with that, with, with those lines right there. Can you break down what is he saying right here? <laughs> so uh, give me the, 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 the first lines again. Okay. Because that, that'll start everything off. Okay, the, the very first, or just the uh, the discipline. The, 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 the very, the, the very, the very first lines that you, you dropped. Okay, qigong. It's like you're working out your spirit, your energy, because everything is energy. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> so we live in a universe of energy. We live in a universe of mind, spirit, and. Qigong is the cultivation of that which is energy, that which is mind, that which is spirit, mm. that we are able to house and manipulate, which manipulate within this physical form that we call the body temple. And so through what he's talking about, yeah, you, you in essence, you do become the uh, internal warrior, mm. uh, the internal alchemist, mm. actually, where you're now transmuting Okay. Lower base, dense material into its highest, purest form. Mm. And that process takes place through the breath. Okay. Mm. Okay. 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 And and so the cultivation of this energy, because we understand that energy can never be created nor destroyed, only transformed. Mm. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And so we are given the opportunity, and, I, and I'm using that in this description and these words uh, very mindfully. We're given the opportunity when we come into life to cultivate and expand that life force energy and that breath that is the foundation for all life. Okay. And to kind of give and kind of put it into context, the first action you take when you come into this world is you inhale the breath. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's the first action you take. As soon as you leave your mother's womb, is Mm -hmm. you take a breath in. Okay. The yeah. last act you take as you leave this world <laughs> yeah. is you mm. take a breath out. Mm. Mm. So the lifespan of you 
is one breath. Wow. Ooh. Mm. My goodness. Okay. 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 We got some more bars to cover, Doc. Come on now. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Man, that was heavy, bro. I, I'm, okay. Let's see. Okay. So the discipline, the ritual, the fusion of the mind, body, spiritual, it's therapeutic. It's medicinal. The daily breath work make you feel invincible. What is he talking about here, man? It, just what I was saying. Yeah. Okay, so let's, 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 let's take it back to this context. Okay. Mm-hmm. So literally your entire life is one breath. You take an inhalation on entering this realm. Mm-hmm. You take an exhalation on leaving this realm. All the intricate so-called breaths you take in between this mm-hmm. one long breath that is your life mm-hmm. is there to either fortify you. That's why I said it's an opportunity to mm-hmm. fortify you, strengthen you and bring oneness of spirit, mind and body. Mm-hmm. And when you are fully aligned with, cause there's, uh, okay. There's only one breath actually. Period. Okay. Mm. Okay. Life. And, yeah, and, and we're all breathing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and mm. so, just let me kind of frame that for you all: that every life, because we we live in an in, in, enclosed ecosystem, we don't okay. get new air into the earth. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's only one breath. Oh, wow. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. It's it's being recycled and transformed. And and, and so every life that's ever existed and ever will exist, breathe the same one breath. Wow. Mm. And so Mm. it connects us to all that is, all that was, and all that will be. Wow. the present moment. Man. Mm. So... So, you become invincible. Ooh, come on you now. are fully aligned and living through, allowing that breath to live through you. Mm. Man. You actually literally have all power that can ever exist on this planet is yeah. now emanating and passing through you. And you feel invincible when that, oh my and God. Of course, because you're, you, you, <laughs> how can you not be invincible? You're connected to all. Oh, you're connected to, <laughs> man. You know this song, Doc? You heard this song before? No, I've never heard it before. You know I, don't this know, song? I don't even know who I don't even know who this artist is. Wow. Oh, oh man. Because I swear the next lines is you pretty much prophesize the next lines. <laughs> oh, <okay>. The next <laughs> lines goes like this. Okay. The embodiment of nature. Oh my God. Look at this. The embodiment <laughs> of nature as a principle. Cultivation of the spirit to its pinnacle. Emotions controlled by the mental live and grow wise like a monk in a temple. The 12 meridians like tentacles, circadian rhythm, daily intervals, bioelectric and chemical, the hidden power that animates the physical. It's all silical, perennial, from the genital to the pineal, the healing acupuncture needle when you Need a miracle. The more chi, the more formidable. Mm. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. 
So <laughs> this this guy, man, he he is. Yes. Yeah, this, so, you definitely got to check stick out. Yeah, if you yeah, need me to repeat any line, please, because no, 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 that's no, no, I'm I'm gonna no, end no, it right no. there. But if you need me to repeat any line, let yeah. me know. Yeah, yeah. So so just you know what he's saying, I, I love it because he's 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 talking about the circadian rhythm, which you know he also discusses in there, uh, the mental and emotional, and he talks about the he speaks about the pineal gland. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so all of those systems of the body are regulated by the nervous system, mm. which is regulated by the breath. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so when oh, you boy. go back to what I was mentioning earlier, that there's only one breath. Mm. And our nervous systems are designed to be regulated by this breath. And as the highest expression of life on the planet, that which is man, human, we have the capacity to be greater than the environment, to be greater than time, to be greater than matter, the physical form. Right. We can transmute and transform all three. Ooh. Okay. Dang. And so through the breath, are you able to engage with the parameters that make up this world? One of my mentors, you know, he, he, he teaches uh, business principles from the Bible, Dr. Myron Golden. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> he was breaking down Genesis. Chapter one, verse one. And he was saying, you know, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Right there, you get the parameters for all existence. Mm. In the beginning represents time. Created heavens represents space. Created the earth represents matter. Since we are created in that which is the image and likeness of the most high, we have the capacity to be greater than all three of those parameters that make up this existence. Wow. We have the capacity to basically fashion them. Right. In our image. Yes. To our will. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we're given that power yes. because oh. of the breath we've been given. Okay. Always go. <sighs> All go back to the breath. All goes back to the breath. Everything is about the breath. All the things about the breath. And you, so you have the ability to transmute time, space, and matter through breath. Okay. See, that's powerful, man. Because I think I believe I looked up the etymology of spirit a little while ago, and I think I remember correctly. It was said, it's, it comes from a Latin word, sperare. Sperare. Mm-hmm. That means breath. Breath. Mm-hmm. You think about inspiration. Yeah. In spirit. In spirit. Sean. Yes. In spirit. <laughs> Respiration. 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 Yeah. Mm. Respiration. Mm. Resp- mm. So 
the breath of life. Mm. A whole new meaning to the breath of life. It, it brings a whole new meaning to that which is the breath of life. Mm -hmm. And your nervous system is the tree of life. Ooh. Come on now. These 12 cranial nerves that I'm make up the brain. And it's in the skull, which actually is the tomb where the Christ is resurrected. <clears throat> You're going metaphysical <laughs> now. Go, Come go on, Gotha. Oh, man. And there, yeah, exactly. Golgotha. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's there in the skull, in this brain, that all the tools are there lying dormant for the crucifixion and resurrection of the Christ. Mm. Mm. And it's through the breath that that seed of Christ descends down the 33 vertebrae mm. and resurrects itself and is crucified upon the cross as it passes the vagus nerve entering back in what is called the colostrum which is a thin sheet of gray matter before it enters back into that which is the pineal area of the pineal gland between the pituitary and pineal where this seed was first created by the union of that masculine and feminine principle or essence. Mm -hmm. And it's there that one comes into this new state of being. And wow. you completely infuse this garment that you call your physical form with a different frequency and energy and vibration. And, you know, and it speaks of that in scripture, you, you know, you cannot put uh, old wine into, you know, mm -hmm. new wine skins. Right. Yes. Because they would burst. New wine and old wine skins. Yes. Yeah. They, 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 you can't, you can't, they, they can't mix. Yes. But as you go through that crucifixion, through the breath work, through the intention, through the mm -hmm. cultivation of that seed, you begin to then transform this physical form in such a way that you can heal yourself of any condition. And you can begin to truly create that which is heaven on earth. And the seven gates that make up the skull, we call those the seven gateways to heaven. Yo. Wow. So that's why in the scripture, you say, I always had a problem with when I used to, you know, do that. It's like, why are we praying for healing? What in the Bible it says, by his stripes, you are healed and made whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, you sound like what? It's like we already did it. Like we already have it. Well, well, well that's the thing about it. You know, we've been taught to look for healing outside of us and it's not even possible. There's nothing outside yeah. of you that can ever heal you. And that's why I tell people as a doctor, I have, the, I do not have the power nor any other physician on this planet has the power to cure you of anything. Yeah. The power that created the body heals the body. Mm. Consciousness creating your body every single day. And oh, doc, doc. What exactly is healing? Let's let's get that determined because we don't know what healing really is. What is it means to be healed? Mm. Healing is multifaceted. So, you know, one would speak of it if they were just looking at it from a materialist standpoint, mm. or empirically, we would say, okay, the physical body reaching its highest expression of homeostasis or harmony. Homeostasis, okay. Or, or being right. devoid, devoid of illness. Okay. Mm. All right. <clears throat> 
But through the lens in which I look at it, especially being trained in the naturopathic principles that I was trained in when I was in medical school, we look at you as a whole person. Mm -hmm. And so for me, how I define healing is your capacity to express at your highest level, uninhibited, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, environmentally, or socially. Mm. You have the full capacity of expression, uninhibited, to be who you are in this world, as you are in this world, without shame, guilt, judgment, condemnation, or comparison, because there is no comparison. You are a unique standard that life has never witnessed. And when you are able to express Mm -hmm. at that high standard within yourself, uninhibited, unencumbered, you are in a place of, in my book, a place of health, a Mm. place of harmony, a place of homeostasis. And anything that uh, takes away from that, that's what needs to be healed. Wow. Mm, Whether it's internal of your own creation or external of your own creation. And I, and I say that because everything that we're experiencing, you know, if you look at it, you kind of go back to the whole, uh, uh, the, um, quantum reality of the, you know, of, looking at the quantum reality of, of looking at the world through the quantum paradigm. Mm-hmm. If we were to think about it from a Newtonian, again, kind of getting into this whole separate uh, dual, dualistic mind, body, et cetera, um, mm-hmm. or this materialist view, um, from a Newtonian standpoint, the environment determines how I think and how I feel. Yes. From a quantum paradigm of reality my thoughts and feelings determine my environment (laughs) (laughs) yes okay what we're starting to see and the science is starting to show us is that literally this world the physical world itself is a creation of ours okay wow the creation of ours. Mm. And That's, I, was, I came I, mm. I came across this uh, this book. I can't remember the name of it, but it was suggested in the book, and I thought it was quite profound. Because you know, we look we look for signs. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for signs to kind of guide us. You know, we look to the stars as far as the zodiac, etc. Yeah, the moon, the planets, you know, the cosmos, these kinds of things. Yeah, they give us guidance. And this book I was reading suggested that it's not us who need to be looking to the stars. It's the stars that actually look to us for their meaning. Mm, makes sense, though. Ooh. Makes sense, man. It makes absolute sense. That's how important we are, man. Yeah. Mm. Signs follow. They never proceed. Oh, meaning that oh. the signs you see are the ones that you've created. <laughs> Ooh, well, to to 
bear witness to who you're being. Mm, the omens. Yeah, the, the omens, omens you see actually follow your creation. Dang. That's right. Cause and effect. And, and what I mean mm. by your creation Dang. is who you are being. Who you are being. God. Dang. Because when you unction, you utter, not unction, when you utter the word I am. I am. Yes. I am. You, you call on the power and word of God that you are. Yes, sir. And all matter has to it has to be obedient to the I am. All matter has to be yes. obedient to the I am. Has to be obedient to the I am. And so your identity and how you see yourself, who you're being, is determining the experience you're having. And so when we think again, when you go back to the breath, mm -hmm. And you begin connection. to take this breath in and you begin to refashion yourself and breathe new life into who you're being and how you are experiencing this world and transforming the body so it can occupy a greater frequency and a greater vibration mm -hmm. and, and vibrating at a much more alkaline state. And oxygen is the most alkaline nutrient that the body can utilize. Okay. And so it's through your breath that you can begin to alkalize yourself in such a way, increase your vibration, increase your frequency, cultivating that life force, that chi, that you begin to really change your environment. Because what's going to change is you. And when you change, the world has to change. Wow. <laughs> when your mind changes, the environment has to demonstrate that change. Mm-hmm. And so it's not arbitrary by chance that scripture speaks of the importance of the renewing of one's mind. Mm -hmm. Because it's through the renewing of your mind that the world changes. And one of the things that I teach my students is this concept of subjective human experience. Subjective human experience. For short. Yep. S-E-H. S-H-E, excuse me. Subjective human experience. And subjective human experience speaks to that those gates those nine gates those are nine gates but specifically i'm talking about uh the seven six of them oh six, six okay now all right the eyes ears and that nose those two nostrils what you take in through those sensory organs mm -hmm. determines uh, what you start to believe and what you start to conceive about yourself. Mm. That's no coincidence. They're all connected. And the, yeah. And, and this, and here, and the, what's the, what the fascinating thing is this, all of those sensory organs mm -hmm. are coded in melanocytes. What is What are melanocytes? They create melanin. And now mm. we're dealing with neuromelanin. Now we're what? And this is neuromelanin. Neuromelanin. And this is what oh. is the melanin that's in the brain. <laughs> oh, man. Now we go start to get. Okay, we might need a break. And, now we're and, starting and, to get into melanin now. And yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, we don't want to so, tap into melanin just yet, Doc. So be careful. We, okay, we, okay. 
Okay. No, we, okay. we're walking. We're walking, dog. We're walking. We're walking, dog. This is poetry. Okay. Dad, this is poetry. Okay. We ain't in so, no rush. We. This is poetry, dog. You take your time, so, brother. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. When you're taking what you what you perceive through your eyes, what you hear through your ears, what you smell through your nose, um, it triggers neurochemistry, and oh. melanin <clears throat> creates chemistry in and of itself. And these neurochemicals begin to uh, cause new pathways of neuron connections and open up new gateways of understanding. And as I was talking to you all before about the pineal gland, pituitary gland, and the seed that descends down the 33 vertebrae to then come up again, be crucified and resurrected. Uh, there's a piece, there's a, a place within the uh, brain. Mm-hmm. It's called the substantia nigra. And the substantia nigra, there's means like the uh, the black substance. Okay. You said it, it secretes it, that? It, it, no, no, it means the black substance. And this oh, is okay. where you have this neuromelanin. Okay. And it's there where this seed passes through and it, and it begins to open up these higher states of awareness, these higher gates of understanding for us as as human beings. And so our nervous system and our brains are the tools that we, as the spirit beings, utilizing the breath, we use to Expressed through this world, who we are. Mm, okay. The body, in and of itself, acts as a portal. Mm-hmm. That the conscious being, the spirit being that you are, is able to express itself in this realm. In this realm, mm-hmm. Doctor Marty, and the body. Yes, mm-hmm. as am I, because I'm, I want to make sure you never heard this song before, because you sure you sure are using. A lot of the I, the, the tenets I, I, I don't, I don't, of this I song. Say, I don't know this. I don't. Know, I don't you know, sure? You okay, because Sticks? yeah, you say his name is Sticks. Stick, 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 Stick Man from Dead <laughs> Press. I, I, you never, sure? I've never, I've never heard. Okay, because it sounds like you. It sounds like you know this song because he says you keep talking about the breath. You keep talking about the nose. In the song, he says the shape of the nose is like a pyramid. For those yeah. that don't know, it's a power grid. To mm. know Qigong is through experience, but it, to test it, you got to test it to see what the theory is. So the point I'm making is that you're talking about the nose, and he says that the nose is shaped like a pyramid. Mm-hmm. For those that know, it's a power grid. I, oh, my God. What is, what's happening here? Well, if I'm thinking about it. You know, you have the olfactory nerves. And the olfactory bulbs, and the, like and I was saying before, you know, uh, uh, melanocytes cover the olfactory mm-hmm. bulbs. Uh huh. Okay. And the olfactory nerve is the oldest nerve in the brain uh, for olfaction, for smelling. It's, it's cranial nerve number one. Okay. In which smelling affects your limbic system too. Well, it goes directly into the limbic right, system. Right, right. Okay goes directly into the limbic system. Mm. And so 
when you breathe in, you're creating a lot of neurochemistry. Mm. And the brain is a, an electric organ. Mm. Okay. Yep. It uses electricity. <laughs> mm. And that's why we're able to read the, elect the electric waves, yes. the brain waves. We're able to read these things. Yes. And so when you go through the nose, you're creating this electrical current. Mm. What is smell? And which, oh, <laughs> which, which ignites <laughs> the brain to create the, the appropriate neurochemistry that creates the appropriate electricity to create the appropriate neuronal connections that create a new thought and a new state of awareness that will elicit a new state of being mm. and elicit a new state of behaving. Man, my poetry so, is deep, man. My poetry you, is deep, <laughs> man. So, <laughs> so you, can, you can, through breath, transform the brain. That oh, breath to, become, to become someone new so that you can do new things and Ooh. have new things. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. That, that breath is so ever important. Listen, My goodness. And here's yeah. the thing though, because because we're gonna take a break right now. We're gonna take a break because it's, it's heavy, man. We gotta we gotta let this thing marinate. We gotta let the filter. We got a lot of things to to, to cover still. So mm -hmm. with that being said, because we don't want to make light of this. It ain't like you just breathing. Um, even in the song, it says that the traditional method of learning qigong is from a master, someone who has the experience, not the, mm. not the read a book, but somebody who has the mm. experience to experience. impart the subtleties of their mm. unique system. And mind you, this word there, he didn't say of the unique system. He says of their unique system. Mm. So implicating yeah. that we all have, even though we... You all, we, have, you, you all have it. You all have a system. You all have yeah. a curriculum. We all have a curriculum that's unique to us. Mm -hmm. Going back to you before, to be your birthright <laughs> is to be who you are in this world as you are in this world, without shame, guilt, judgment, comparison, or condemnation, mm -hmm. because you are a standard that the world has yet to see. Yes, and you see after you, and so Word. you. It's so important that you're here to cultivate and express the unique gift that you are, and so as you begin to take advantage of again this opportunity mm. of this one breath. That you have. Wow. Man. Either you're going to utilize it to its fullest expression or you're going to waste it. You're going to waste mm. it, man. Man. You don't understand what you have, you're going to waste it. Listen. Yeah. And like I said, it's only one breath. So only one. God. Man. So mm. Don't waste it. My, mm. Listen. His poetry is deep, man. Listen. Yes. H-O-M-E. House of Melanated Excellence. Get it right. We don't play no games, man. We'll be right back. Dr. Mahdi, man. Going deep in. Come on back. Woo! You now tuned in to the House of Melanated Excellence with your brothers, Vic and Jermaine. Engage with us. Like, share, comment on Instagram, at h.o.m.e.7_podcast become part of the movement queens get the money
The Honorable Marcus Garvey said, Up, up, you mighty race, and accomplish what you will. In life I shall be the fame, in death I shall be a terror. And that's exactly what the House of Melanated Excellence is here to show and prove. One love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man. H-O-M-E. I'm CEO Victor, PS40 Mill. Got the guard all day. We got sure. Dr. Mighty, man. Just, just some melanated brothers. Just having a good time. We just having the conversation. We just chilling and and then appreciating the, the knowledge and wisdom that the doctor is yes. sharing with us today. Um, one of the things you mentioned earlier was was dark matter and mm-hmm. and, and melanin. And so, mm-hmm. and being that we just spoke about the nose, we all know that throughout our history we've been condemned from having these big noses, these broad noses. But now we understand <laughs> that it's a power grid. We control the body, so it's only right now. It makes sense. How does melanin play a role in this, the breath, the qigong? How does that yeah, work? Yeah. Okay. So melanin, um, there, there's three types of melanin that we have. Okay. Uh, first of all, um, we all are familiar with eumelanin, which is mm-hmm. broken down into two separate divisions brown and uh black melanin okay and that is the melanin we see on skin okay and you have what is called theomelanin which can be produced it's, it's rare but it can be produced and you typically will see this with folks of fair skin who have freckles red hair mm, that's feo feo yes mm-hmm. all right uh and and then um you have a neuromelanin Okay. And neuromelanin is what we find within the brain. That's what I was saying. Those melanocytes that are on the optic, you know, bulbs, you know, to the optic nerve for the eyes mm-hmm. we see, you know, we have that. And it's, it's quite concentrated within the brain, within the, what is called the substantia nigra. And, and it really kind of coats the brain, to be honest. Uh, okay. And so... <clears throat> These the the darker something is, the more light it it can absorb. Okay. How is that significant? And, well, it's significant because we're beings of light, mm-hmm. and so when you are able to receive more light, you have a higher vibration of awareness and consciousness. Yeah. Mm. You know they 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 call you know they speak of. Christ as the light of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. He come, you know, uh, and dark, you know, darkest darkness comprehended it not. You know, these, these things that are speaking about, spoken about in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in order, you know, and, and light comes out of darkness. Right. Cause, cause, yeah. Because it had to let there be light, so it must have been all dark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning mm-hmm. there was darkness, and from darkness there came the light. light. Yeah. And so that darkness is actually has the capacity and does absorb light. Hence, when you look at a black hole, it's absorbing all within the universe. It takes it. Mm. Yes. And so when it comes to melanin and in our brains and how it's, you know, these melanocytes uh, saturate the sensory organs uh, that make up our ability to take in information is also through this means that we're able to take in light, photon light and began to evolve consciously, evolve spiritually, 
And the higher concentration of melanin you have within you, the higher potential and capacity you have for greater amounts of light to be absorbed. Mm. Mm. Uh, spiritual light to be absorbed. Gotcha. Now, the, 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 the caveat to that or disclaimer is that with, you know, as they say, with more comes greater responsibility. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I think that's from Batman, ain't it? Mm-hmm, yeah, indeed. Spider-Man. Yeah, so, oh, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, uh, <clears throat> but, but that, that whole message in, um, you know, Stan Lee was uh, a, a mystic and he was studying a lot of mystical sciences and a lot of uh-huh. characters. I knew it. Rings. I knew so it. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> for another time. Yeah. But, but that whole, that concept of, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. That's an ancient teaching. Wow. Uh, okay. And, 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 and so, <clears throat> so, uh, when you have a capacity for the greater absorption of life, it, it, light, it comes with a greater responsibility of how you are governing yourself on this planet. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you are, you are being disobedient to the laws that govern this universe, that govern mm-hmm. this realm, you will pay a more severe cost. Mm. Oh, say it again. When you are disobedient. When you're disobedient to the natural laws that govern mm-hmm. um, this realm. Yeah. And you come with the potential with a greater capacity of power and responsibility, and you're misusing or abusing or negating that responsibility, there's a greater cost to pay. So that, you, you know, you're talking about laws. Laws don't care if you don't believe in them or don't know about no, them. No, no, yeah, they're like, like gravity don't care if you believe or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, sir. You, you're gonna be subject to it. So, yeah. So, and that gets into the whole thing. Like ideology will never trump physiology. Mm. So you know there are laws that govern this physical form, mm-hmm. and when you are working with melanin, regardless of your pigment, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to neuromelanin and the capacity for you to absorb greater. Uh, concentrations of light within right there are various laws that you have to live by one how you breathe and how you occupy this physical form and how you care for it the the, the selections of foods you choose to put into it mm-hmm. the how you use your sexual energies here that creative mm-hmm. energy that is very yeah. powerful I know what you're trying to say, Doc. I know what you're saying, Doc. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and, and so, so don't say it. So this is the thing. It's it's, it's very interesting because yeah, if you look at the sexual organs, they're darker. Yeah. Right. You absolutely right, Doc. You got the 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 lips are going to be darker. Yeah. And. When you go inside the brain and you're dealing with, you know, that dark matter, the gray matter, mm-hmm. that is the brain and the substantia nigra, that is this dark essence in it that is producing this melanin, mm-hmm. this neuromelanin. 
these things require a frequency to operate at the highest potential that they can. When you are behaving in such a way, you're thinking in such a way, and you are uh, feeling in such a way that lessen the vibration, the frequency of this, these, these primordial, uh, that's the only way I can call it, this pri primordial substance, which mm -hmm. is melanin, mm -hmm. that makes up who we are as human beings. And you are disregarding this primordial breath, this one breath that you occupy. Your body will not allow you to <laughs> experience higher levels of consciousness, experience higher levels of spiritual awareness, experience higher levels of possessing more on this planet. Mm. And, it ha and it has to do that because of, you would abuse that power. You would abuse that yes. conscious state of being. You would abuse that wisdom. Yes. And so those mm. four gates, I mean, the seven gates of the skull mm -hmm. and the nine gates of the whole body temple are there as gatekeepers to determine who enters the kingdom of heaven and who doesn't. Wow. That. And mm. melanin, <laughs> melanin is the spark for entering the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And so when I talk about going into the darkness mm. and, and dark matter, that is an inward journey it's, that only you as the conscious being occupying the space can take. So only you going inside, going into the darkness, going into the blackness, into the triple blackness mm -hmm. and dealing with the shadow <laughs> and bringing God, you already forth, know. Bringing forth light to God, the shadow. Okay, okay, hold it right there. Hold it right okay, there. Right. Because you used the term during one of our conversations that I never really heard before. If I did, I don't remember. So I'm going to accredit you for the first time me hearing this term. And the term is endarkment. We've heard the term enlightenment mm -hmm. all, all throughout mystic studies and all throughout the world. Enlightenment, enlightenment. I. Mm -hmm. You use the word endarkment. Is yeah, that what you're referring to? to? Break that, break yeah, down yeah, exactly. endarkment. Okay. Endarkment. Yeah. And I have to at first and foremost give uh, credit to my mentor who uh, broke that down for me, you know, many years ago, Dr. B. Serious. Dr. B. Uh, Serious. I say. Yeah. Uh, just a, a yes. amazing medicine man, shaman, healer, teacher in his own right. Yeah. And he, you know, was sharing that with me many years ago. Uh, about the endarkment. And I was like, okay. When he shared that with me, I kind of went within because he, he, he shared with me that it's only in the dark that uh, you can gain and truly uh, gain enlightenment and, and truly transform yourself into a higher Christ-like being. And his teacher, who I had the honor and privilege of sitting at his, his feet and learning as well, was the great late elder Dick Gregory. Mm. 
And okay. there was a talk that the elder was giving one day with myself and, and, and Doc, and he was talking about Christ and how Christ died. And, you know, it's like, well, how did he die? Well, he's crucified. But no, he said, how did he actually die? He said, um, he said, well, he was pierced in the side and, you know, he basically, he suffocated <clears throat> and drowned. He suffocated and drowned under mm-hmm. blood and, and blood within. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> and that's basically when you, you're put on a cross like that, you know, you, you die from suffocation. So he used that as an example that that death that has to take place takes place within so that you can be reborn. And all life demonstrates this. As I start observing nature and just observing life, mm-hmm. all life demonstrates this in darkenment, period, before there can be light. If you look at a plant, for example, there's a process that the plant has to go through before it can be a plant. Mm-hmm. And that's the seed. <laughs> yes, sir. And that seed has to go into the blackness. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and it has to die unto itself. Mm. And begin establishing roots and digging and tunneling and doing all this stuff. And it's called basically what is called a gravitropic uh, process. And my elder, <clears throat> yeah, my elder uh, and mentor, uh, you know, Dr. Myron Golden was breaking this down a few weeks ago. And I was like just sitting there smiling because I was like, man, he's, he's spot on. He's talking about this gravitropic process. And gravitropic means uh, going down. This is what a plant does. It goes down and has to mm-hmm. establish its root system first, mm-hmm. the foundation. Mm-hmm. And until it can establish a satisfactory root system by going in the darkness, tunneling through the blackness, searching for minerals and water and the nutrients it needs and fortifying itself and, and setting up, creating a foundation, does it have then the capacity to break through the earth <laughs> into a phototropic process? And phototropic <sighs> is now, photo, phototropic means it's moving towards What's the, the light. light. Yes. Gravitropic means it's moving towards the darkness, the blackness, Mm. the the endarkenment process. Mm. So it can have a phototropic process in return. And so each of us have to go into this endarkenment state. And it's not arbitrary by chance that melanin is the endarkening substance that mm-hmm. occupies us internally, not this external stuff. Yeah, that that that's great. The skin protection, UV light, etc. Yeah, know, through the U melanin. But it's this internal melanin and this neuromelanin in the skull that in darkened state, mm. okay, where you have to go and where that seed has to come through and be crucified so it can be reborn. And then you you begin to receive that which is the light and that enlightenment. And so everyone's out here pursuing this concept of enlightenment, this enlightenment, enlightenment. But the enlightenment can never be unless there is endarkenment. Wow. Mm. Dr. Marty. You got to face your shadow. You got to do that inner work. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Put yourself up on the cross and be crucified to the ego. Mm. The personality. 
<laughs> concept of self that feels and believes is more <laughs> important than this work that's here for you to do. And we live in a world now that has so many weapons of mass distraction to keep you looking externally for enlightenment, for your salvation, for your healing, not recognizing the secret to all life is in this in darkened space within. Wow. Waiting mm. there, just waiting there for you mm -hmm. to turn your gaze inward. So, okay, so with that being said, going inward sounds to me like you're describing a form of meditation as well. And it would be criminal if we don't tap into meditation and how that plays a role in this whole equation. Yeah, well, the meditation is one thing and one thing only, breath. Mm. Breath, breath. Mm. Mm -hmm. You're breathing and you're learning how to properly breathe. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. And based on the level of breath you have determines which level you're on. Most animals, the animal breathes at a higher respiration than 18 breaths per minute. You said most animals? Most animals, the, rep res the respiration for most animals <laughs> will be at 18 breaths per minute. Okay. That seems and, pretty, sh so pretty deep, so huh? It, so if you're breathing 18 plus breaths per minute, you're in your animal, you're an animal. low vibrational level. Mm -hmm. yeah, the body is literally running the show. Wow. Wow. That's, that's body, too many breaths. That's too many. The body, the, the body in essence... The body, the mind shapes the body and the body then becomes the mind. And then it goes into what is called the autonomic habitual behavior mm -hmm. and response. And most people walk around completely unconscious because mm -hmm. the conscious mind only makes up 5% of what's going on that they're aware of. And that other 95% is being run by the body that's been conditioned into a lower state for most people who are governed by their urges, their d desires, their, mm -hmm. you know, uh, appetites that they yes. have to just satiate the needs and and desires of this physical form and wow. recognizing that the physical form is running the show because the master is no longer home mm. Mm. so how many breaths per minute would it be to tap into the god frequency well, it, it, it varies from person to person, but gotcha. the, more, the, the longer the breath, the longer the life, the longer the breath, the greater the conscious awareness mm. that will occupy the space. Mm -hmm. Remember, as we were talking about earlier, there's literally only one breath you're going to have. You're, you're having. Yeah. All these breaths in between that first inhalation and that last exhalation determine how that last exhalation is for you and what you take into the next realm. Wow. And so if you waste your breath while you're here, mm -hmm. and you don't cultivate it <clears throat> and you're not developing those higher faculties and higher frequencies of understanding and wisdom and consciousness that mm -hmm. this body has a capacity to embrace, 
yeah, you know, it's like to me, it's like shame on you. Man. You kind of missed, missed the boat. You missed the boat. Wow. Wow. You missed the opportunity <clears throat> that you were afforded, that we're all afforded here. Yeah. You know, this this world is extraordinarily magical and it's and it's filled with rich experiences and possibilities for us. Mm-hmm. And it, it requires us to begin to go silent and go within, go into that endarkenment state of being and find, you know, the essence of who we are and reemerge as these beings of light. Yes, sir. And so, but most people, you know, they teach us to be afraid of the dark. <laughs> right, 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 right. Very, very so, early age. But the funny thing is, this, you came out of darkness. You came out of, exactly. <laughs> Doc, um, before, before we depart, please mm-hmm. share with us something that we can do, an exercise that we can practice on a daily basis that can mm-hmm. help us to cultivate that, that higher realm of, of awareness, that higher consciousness, that Christ consciousness. We're your students Absolutely. right now. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you more than uh, one. I'll give you four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's what, I, what I like to teach and say, you know, take taking your meds. Taking okay. your meds. Okay. Yeah. M-M-E-D-S. Okay. okay. The, the M starts for the, starts the whole process off, and that's the meditation. That's the breath work. Okay. Mm-hmm. The med- meditation and prayer. And when I say, say, when I speak about prayer, I speak of it in this way. When you pray... You're not asking for anything. Mm-hmm. You're actually acknowledging the presence of that which you would desire in the present moment as if it's already so. Gotcha. Mm. Yes. And, and so when you're meditating and breathing and doing this prayer work, you inhale through your nostrils. And what I typically start my students off with to kind of really help them with this is we start off with the four by four, by four, by four breath. You breathe in for four seconds, you hold for four seconds, you exhale for four seconds, you hold for four seconds, and you start it all over again. Get Mm -hmm. into doing that, a practice of just like nine to 11 minutes Mm. daily will begin to change things for you. Really? Okay. You begin, you, you, you're then now teaching the body that the master's home. Wow. <laughs> how should you be sitting doing it? Should you be sitting up? Could you be laying down? How, how you, can, can you... you can lay down or sit up. Yeah, okay. Lay down or sit up. All right. Yeah. You can be sitting down? You can, you can be sitting down. Yeah. If you sit down, just make sure your, your, your back is erect. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're laying down, just lay down flat on your back. Okay. And as you breathe, when you inhale, you impregnate the body with breath. And so when you impregnate the body, when something, when one is pregnant, what happens to the, the abdomen? It expands. It raises up. It expands. It expands. Yeah. yeah. So when you inhale, you expand, you breathe the air into the belly and allow it to expand. You mm. contract that diaphragm. Yeah. That diaphragmatic breathing going on. And as you exhale, that diaphragm will, you know, open back up and relax. The belly mm-hmm. will come back in. And this is how you're breathing. So if you were to do that first inhalation, you inhale, you expand the belly, you hold that expanded belly for four seconds, and then you release and you contract the belly back in for four seconds. Then while it's contracted back in, you hold for another four seconds, and then you inhale again and mm. repeat that process over and do it for like 10 minutes or so, not okay. 11 minutes, 10 minutes, and, and just get into that daily practice. 
And as I mean, you're doing that, you can begin to hold that prayer mm -hmm. of feeling what that is, that which you desire as if it's already so in giving thanks, coming from a place of gratitude. And when you're in a place of gratitude, that's the highest form of receivership. <laughs> mm, yeah. Highest form of receivership. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing. Oh. The God no more, I'm laughing too, because yeah. 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 <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, so that's, man, so got, a, that's, got so, trouble so, with that so gratitude thing, man. That, that, that's, that's the M. That's the M. <laughs> got you. That's the M. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. So the E represents the exercise. Okay. Mm. Okay. Because this body has one purpose, and one purpose only is to move and help to move. navigate this realm. Movement is medicine, yes. And so move it, exactly. Movement is medicine. So if you're not mm. moving it, it starts to go down and degrade. Yes. So it starts to atrophy. And so mm -hmm. you find some type of engagement physically each day, at least for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. You increase the heart rate, you engage into some challenging movement, whether even it's, it's a brisk walk mm -hmm. or you get into some serious cardio or some weight bearing exercises. Gotcha. Moving your body in some shape or form. And then also with the, with the exercise, there's stretching. It's important to stretch oh, man. and maintain that flexibility. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. And so um, that, that is going to be key. So you got the exercise and stretching that makes up the E. Then you have the D. Now we're talking about diet. Diet. Mm. Nutrition. The more alkalizing foods, living foods that you put into your body, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, mm -hmm. the more purified the body will become. And we've, we've ran a number of different tests with uh, experiments with our students in the past where we would show them how they could change their consciousness just by alkalizing their minds. Because the more acidic a body is, the more acidic they are, the more corrosive their personality is. Mm -hmm. They're going to be much more reactionary, more easy to anger when the body is acidic. And as you begin to alkalize the body by eating more living foods life begets life so if you put living foods into the body you put life into the body it will afford you more life yes yeah, so you start putting more living foods fruits vegetables and whole grains into the body temple alkalizing it increasing its frequency mm -hmm. that will begin to shift the consciousness and actually give the body the capacity to hold a greater state of awareness and being because without that, the body does not have the biological capacity to hold a higher awareness. Mm. And mm. you will not be able to manifest and create talk that, the highest talk. potential that you have, the, but you know, the, the ability to manifest due to the fact that your body is vibrating at such a low frequency. And like you got to understand the spirit, uh -huh. the energy that we are is operating at such a vibration and frequency that the body in essence is a magnetic uh, vessel, or again, as I described earlier, a portal that allows the spirit that you are to animate and express through it. Mm. Once the vibration and magnetic hold of the body becomes so depleted and so low, it no longer can hold the soul and spirit in this realm mm. and it has to it has to surrender it has to give up the ghost yes see <laughs> see and so in order to extend your journey here and mm -hmm. extend your capacity for higher 
a resonance and frequency of spiritual expression here, the body has to elevate its frequency. So you're already doing it through breath work, mm -hmm. you're doing it through movement, now you do it through the nutrition. And right. that stands for the D, the diet and nutrition that See, you're dealing with. I'm, gl I'm glad you said that, Doc, because I be getting laughed at when I say I don't trust people who eat chitlins or who get excited about chitlins, man. <laughs> they be laughing at me, Doc. And I be like, yo, and ain't no disrespect, but you get excited? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I watch them how they move, man. Them chitlins means a lot. One of, one of, uh, a, a, a late great elder, uh, Dr. Johnny Moore, just say something that I thought was always funny. Uh, Jesus couldn't be healing people eating pork chops. Yo, yeah. That should be one of those beef, roast yeah. chops over here. Yeah. Hold on yeah. a second. Hold, yeah. hold yeah. a second. Yeah. Pass, pack pork chops. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. I'll, I'll get yeah. to you in a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. 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 Nah, nah. Big yeah. so, it's all love, man. We ain't judging. It's all love. You do the science. Know, but, yeah. the, but, the th but it goes back to what I was saying to you all earlier about with great power yes. or great possession comes responsibility. And a lot of our, our, our melanated, higher melanated folk are eating foods that are completely contraindicated to their diet and their nature. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And they wonder why the death rate is what it is. Yes, sir. Yeah. The conditions that they're yeah. suffering from. Yeah. And like a perfect example, like my family, on my father's side, mm -hmm. uh, my grandfather was a hog farmer. Mm. We ate on that pig from the river <laughs> to the tooth. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Many of us have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing, nothing was wasted. And my grandfather was a hog farmer. And yeah. there was a lot of, like I said, higher blood pressure, heart attack, stroke, diabetes, kidney failure. Mm. On that side of the family, due to the naivety and the lack of understanding that constitutionally, because of the frequency of light potential you have in the body temple you possess, mm -hmm. you're eating things that are so low vibrational that this body will not sustain itself here but for 60, 50, 60, 70 years. Mm -hmm. Because you're putting poisons in it that disrupt the melanin, disrupt its potential to take in light and it compromises the integrity of the entire system and organism. Mm. Gotcha. Dies. Yeah. It loses its magnetic hold on the soul, spirit occupying the space. And so mm. when you start eating foods that are living, that are of a higher light frequency and vibration, you will begin to experience greater awareness, greater transformation. And I'm telling you this from my own personal experience mm. of how my consciousness shifted in a matter of a month when I chose just to eat green foods for the mm -hmm. entire, for 20 days. And mm -hmm. I did a silent fast for the last 10 of those days uh -huh. to commit to a 30 day uh, fast. Mm. Eating only green leafy vegetables, nuts and seeds and water. And then I did 10 days of silence and the wisdom, profound insights, the transformation of my physical body, was so extraordinary for me. It, it was mind blowing. That's when I had gone through that uh, burnout in medical school, and I took those three months. Oh, out. okay. One yeah. of those months I used for that process, 
and it changed everything. Within that 20 days of eating just only greens, my body broke out in a full body rash. What? What? That, that lasted like three days. Mm-hmm. And once it cleared, my skin was so illuminous. And people were like, did you, did you have something done? Did you get some work done or something? Wow. Because my, my, my skin was glowing. Wow. Man. And, and I was glowing from within. And so when I walked into place, everyone felt my presence. Man. Mm. Talk that talk, Doc. Such a different yeah. Talk that talk, yeah. capacity that we have. And like I said, with the more melanin you possess, <laughs> the, greater the, the more responsibility you have. And when you are disobeying those laws that govern this mm. realm, you will pay the cost. It hits you even harder. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Man. And what's so, <clears throat> so that? So that gets to the D. Now, the other piece of this, the last piece of meds is the S. It's the S. Yes, yeah. And, and, and that speaks about the sleep and relaxation. Oh, no. <laughs> not the sleep, Doc. Yes. Not the, not See, the beast mode era, right? This is team no that, sleep yeah. era, Doc. What you mean? We don't right. we don't need sleep. We got to okay. get this money, Doc. What you talking okay. about? Yeah, you get this money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get the money all you want. Um, okay, cause sleeping. You, you won't be taking it with you. So, oh. so, this is, <laughs> so this is the thing. Sleep is the ultimate in darkening state. Mm. Hmm. And if you understand the science of sleep, Mm -hmm. it can be the most transformational, the most powerful thing you can do to not only restore and resurrect the body temple, but restore and resurrect your life and create things and bring things into your life that you can only possibly imagine. I see. Really? Because it's during the sleep process that Mm -hmm. you now, the conscious mind shuts down and you now enter into a state with the subconscious where you have access to the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. You have access to ancestral wisdom. Yes. That goes back to the beginning of time. Acoustic. And if you, acoustic, the acoustic records. Yes. You, You have access to all knowledge. Mm. in that realm. Okay. And if you go into that realm with the intention of doing a visualization or meditation that we talked about earlier, the meditation and the prayer of feeling things as if they're already so, you know, mm. understanding <laughs> gratitude is the ultimate form of receivership. So you go into the rest grateful and thankful for all that you've received. And you imagine and you have a clear model and a picture of that life that you intend and you're imagining for yourself. And you would take that imaginal image into that realm that then is encoded on the subconscious and the subconscious does not d- just differentiate between what you experience in your waking or in your dream or in your imagined state. It is literally just there to receive and from what it receives, it creates. Yes. You will begin to draw the people, opportunities, and circumstance to you that have to bring about that which you take into that sacred space. So it's almost going what they talk about in the scripture of going into the bridal chamber with your beloved. <laughs> wow, brother. That sacred space. And it's there, like when a groom enters into the bridal chamber with the uh-huh. bride, is where she becomes pregnant. Mm-hmm. And 
and that life that's now brewing within her begins to take shape and form. And she begins to show the signs of pregnancy and expectancy. Man. Sleep state is the bridal chamber. The subconscious is the bride. You take your imagined thought as the groom and impregnate (laughs) it. Oh, wow. From that place that eventually you continue to do this every night, Uh going in with the expectancy, the signs will begin to demonstrate in your waking world of that pregnancy, Mm. of of that conception. And then okay. it will ultimately give birth if you stay true to it, you stay faithful to it, and you don't abandon it. No doubt. And so sleep will not only transform the body, because it's where we restore, we regenerate, we recuperate, but mm-hmm. also you can transform and restore your life. Wow. To experience here. Brother. 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 Man. Listen, man. Whew. Man, listen. Your poetry is deep, my brother. Like I can't even express that enough. Emily uh, Dickinson, Mark. Man, those guys, they ain't got nothing on you. Man, listen, <laughs> I, I, it's a difference when you Good when you when mercy. you talk in it and when you actually walk in it, and and real recognize, yes. real brother. So we just want to say thank you because you definitely walk in it. It's all in your energy. I can feel yes, it sir. from over here. So we definitely in the quantum yes. realm with this thing, and um, it definitely shows and proves, man, your clarity. Your thought process, man, it's a beautiful thing to um to bear witness to, brother. And so, before we let you go, please give the people the the information to get in contact with you. What do you have going on? Classes, yeah, websites, yeah. what's going yeah. on? So we're gonna be having a master class uh, coming up um, at the beginning of the next month. I'm still working out the date, uh, but uh, you can actually get on my newsletter. Um, uh, list uh, to be updated and you can go to uh, Instagram where uh, my profile there is at Dr. Madi Brown and Madi is spelled M-A-H-D as in David I. Brown, okay. like the color. And uh, just click on the link there. Also, you can go directly to my website um, which is the Akon Journey and Akon is spelled O-K-A-N Journey so the journey.com and on uh, LinkedIn it's you know the same thing uh, dr. Madi Brown and so you know those are ways that you can uh, get a hold of me and get access uh, to me sounds good brother sounds good um Ooh. before we go man uh brother Jermaine what you got man for for dr Miley before we get out of here yo man this is um I want to talk to him something about, you know, home for another minute or two afterwards. But um, I've just been um, blown away by, by this man. He's got a lot of, lot of inner work to do, and um, and this is um, this is some great stuff, man. I am very, very <clears throat> thankful and grateful for having Dr. Marty here today. Yes, sir. And um, this is uh, it's been a pleasure, man. And I'm hoping we can do this again several times. Man, listen. Time. I mean, this is. <laughs> Dr. <This is> a- <laughs> Dr. Marty, listen, hey, when we say welcome home to you, my brother, we mean yes. that home, home is home is when you come to the realization of yourself, you have the knowledge of yourself, yeah. and that you're ready yeah. to live life from that perspective. So when you get there, yeah. we say welcome home. So you're always going to be a member, a brother, 
a family member of home. Oh, and you're always welcome, man. So please, we're gonna yes, have sir. you many, many more times. So this is just the beginning, my brother. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. It's truly an honor. And so I'll, 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 I'd like just to say this, you know, to everyone who's listening to this, mm-hmm. is that you know, this life you're living mm-hmm. is truly in gift, a truly a gift. It's truly an opportunity, and it's the only one that we have as the unique self that we are. Yes. And what's beautiful about that is, is that life has never witnessed you, nor will ever, no, and no, no one will ever be able to see the world through your eyes the way you uniquely do, ever. Man. Not before, nor after. So because of the unique vantage point in which you're able to see the world, there's a unique gift that only you can give to the world through that vantage point. Yes, sir. And, and so you, we each represent a unique point in the space time mm-hmm. continuum of matter Yes, that makes this entire tapestry of what is life in this universe that we are a part of. And so your piece is adding a great thread to this ever unfolding tapestry. And if you dare to give the fullest strength, tinsel strength mm-hmm. and color of that unique thread that you offer, it will strengthen the entire whole of the tapestry for future generations to come to be able to stand on and continue to build from. So it's our obligation here to make the most of ourselves and it's our obligation in making the most of ourselves that we can contribute the best to humanity yes. and celebrate the power and the amazingness of that which is God. Yes, sir. Or mm. literally the expression of that which is God here in this time that you are occupying this space. So I just wanted to share that and leave that with you all. And just pass the plate. Peace. Please. Yes. Peace. Do your best to be your best so we all can be blessed. Yes. Peace <laughs> to God. Peace to God. That's Peace. how we do it. Yo, yes. Brother Monty, love you, my brother. Once again, it's just love the beginning. Well, most most definitely. I guess it's only right, mm-hmm. right we ride out to stick Chi going on this one, right? <laughs> yeah, check this out. I'm going to definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. Don't go away yet. Yeah, I'm like you are working out your spirit, your energy, because everything is energy. Learn the ways of a warrior. The discipline, the ritual, the fusion of the mind-body-spiritual. It's therapeutic, it's medicinal. The daily breath work make you feel invincible. The embodiment of nature as a principle. Cultivation of the spirit to its pinnacle. Emotions controlled by the mental. Living grow wise like a monk in a temple. The 12 meridians like tentacles. Circadian rhythm, daily intervals. Bioelectric and chemical, the hidden power that animates the physical. It's all cyclical, perennial, from the genital to the pineal. The healing of the acupuncture needle when you need a miracle. The more cheat, the more formidable. 